0: Section 8 of England. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia as the Narrator.
1: Alan Mapstone as Cymbeline.
2: Jim Locke as Lucius. Devora Allen as
0: Queen.
3: And Thomas Peter as Clotin.
0: The World's Story, Volume 9, England, edited by Eva March Tappan, Section 8 A Messenger from Rome, 43 A.D., by William Shakespeare. Cymbeline, or Cunobilinus, was a grandson of Cassivellaunus. So much of a foundation has Shakespeare for his Cymbeline. The rest of the play is purely imaginative. Whenever Caesar overcame a tribe, it was his custom to demand that tribute be paid to him. In the following scene, Caius Lucius, a messenger from the Roman Emperor, has come to the court of Cymbeline in 43 AD to demand that the tribute which the king had of late left untendered shall be paid. The Editor Scene 1. Britain. A room of state in Cymbeline's palace. Enter at one side, Cymbeline queen Cloton, and lords at the other caius lucius and attendants
1: now say what would augustus caesar with us
2: when julius caesar whose remembrance yet lives in men's eyes and will to ears and tongues be theme and hearing ever was in this britain and conquered it cassibalon thine uncle famous in caesar's praises no whit less than in his feats deserving it for him and his succession granted rome a tribute yearly three thousand pounds which by thee lately is left untendered
4: and to kill the marvel shall be so ever
3: there be many caesar's ere such another julius britain is a world by itself "'and we will nothing pay for wearing our own noses.'
4: "'That opportunity which then they had to take from us to resume, "'we have again. "'Remember, sir, my liege, the king's your ancestors, "'together with the natural bravery of your isle, which stands, "'as Neptune's park, ribbed and paled in, "'with rocks unscalable and roaring waters, "'with sands that will not bear your enemy's boats, "'but suck them up to the topmast, "'a kind of conquest, Caesar made here,' but made not hear his brag of came and saw and overcame with shame the first that ever touched him he was carried from off our coast twice beaten and his shipping poor ignorant baubles on our terrible seas like eggshells moved upon their surges cracked as easily gainst our rocks for joy whereof the famed Cassibelan, who was once at point o oh, giglet fortune to master caesar's sword made lud's town with rejoicing fires bright and britain strut with courage
3: come there's no more tribute to be paid our kingdom is stronger than it was at that time and as i said there is no more such caesar other of them may have crooked noses but to owe such straight arms none
1: son let your mother end
3: we have yet among us can gripe as hard as cassabelin i do not say i am one but i have a hand why tribute why should we pay tribute if caesar can hide the sun from us with a blanket or put the moon in his pocket we will pay him tribute for light else sir no more tribute pray you now
1: you must know till the injurious romans did extort this tribute from us we were free caesar's ambition which swelled so much that it did almost stretch the sides of the world against all colour here did put the yoke upon us which to shake off becomes a warlike people whom we reckon ourselves to be we do say then to caesar our ancestor was that momutius which ordained our laws whose use the sword of caesar hath too much mangled whose repair and franchise shall by the power we hold be our good deed though rome be therefore angry mulmutius made our laws who was the first of britain which did put his brows within a golden crown and called himself a king
2: I am sorry, Sibylline, that I am to pronounce Augustus Caesar, Caesar that hath more kings his servants than thyself, domestic officers, thine enemy. Receive it from me then, war and confusion in Caesar's name. Pronounce I against thee. Look for fury not to be resisted.
0: End of section eight.